and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 21 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Yeah, as you can tell, uh, Pam is remote again because we're still in shelter in place. And I think she's lagging just a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just a tiny bit. She might be a little, she might turn robot or crackly here. I hope not, so. but we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes up. But yeah, welcome Pam, welcome Edwin, welcome me. Hi! <laughs> uh, everybody's been going stir crazy, so we're hoping to entertain you a little bit and fight the... Fight the, uh... The Corona. The, I was going to say cabin fever, but, oh. you know... <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that too. too. <laughs> uh, um... Let's, let's start this out. Pam! How, about, how are you? How was your day? <laughs> so, so we're recording on Good Friday. I don't work on Good Friday. So I decided to take advantage of having a day off from work because it is driving me nuts so first things first i need to stabilize my sleep schedule because my sleep schedule is off the charts so what did i do thursday night i took a nap uh so i took a nap at around mm, 8 p.m <laughs> uh, thinking that mm, maybe i could get a good solid one or two hours oh no no, it turned out to be I woke up at midnight, so I got a very healthy four-hour nap. <laughs> was I was I sleepy? Was I able to go back to bed? Ha! <laughs> no. <laughs> so what happened was that, unfortunately, Jeff needs to go to work on Friday, so he unfortunately had to go to sleep, leaving me with my demons. So what did I do? I turned on Disney Plus and I watched The Love Bug. Why? Because that's a very, that's a very good, feel-good movie, and I need some feel-good vibes during these tough times. And since I was really going of it, I decided to grab Animal Crossing. Unfortunately, there's not much to do on Animal Crossing past midnight because everyone else is asleep. I already weeded everything that I could. So what else could I do? So I just basically was fishing while watching The Love Bug. Interesting combination, <laughs> but it works. So once the movie was done, I, I, well, I, something happened. I think I crashed on the couch at like, what was that? 5.15, I just decided to just play Animal Crossing throughout after the show was over. And yeah, so I woke up at 5.15 on the couch. I was like, ooh, that's no good. So I went to bed. At, uh, at like, I don't know, I think I fell asleep at like 6.15. Woke <laughs> up my husband to make sure that he doesn't he doesn't uh, oversleep. So, then went right back to bed. Did not leave the bed until 11 a.m. <laughs> so you're, what you're telling what me I, is that you're wide awake right now and you're not even drinking coffee. Oh yeah, I, even, I, <laughs> I was even to, able to take a 30 minute nap today. I'm good with my sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Will I sleep tonight? That's uh, that's debatable. I'll get back to you. <laughs> you know, if I turned on Animal Crossing at 12 o'clock midnight and there was nothing to do, I may or may not know a cheat where you can actually, you can may or may not like bring it back to the next day, 
morning where things start to happen again even yeah, though it's midnight <laughs> then you might mess other things up that you don't want to mess up no just saying it's <laughs> just there are there are yeah, cheats yeah. out there for animal crossing yeah maybe that'd be like standard orthodox cheats with what cheats <laughs> are so so okay. yeah that was my good friday how was yours uh, I actually, um, today after I finished my, finished my work, I was chatting with my people on Discord and, and online. Um, turns out everybody has quarantine hair. Everybody is either in desperate need of a haircut or has already gotten past the point of desperation and basically shaved their own heads. Like, I know a couple of people I talked to went and gave themselves buzz cuts or gave their loved ones buzz cuts just because they were just getting tired of their hair. My my own hair, my bangs have gone down to my uh, upper lip. <laughs> so, basically, so basically, the people who had their flobies in a box somewhere are now out and they're making good use out of their flobies. A oh, please tell me you guys know what a Floby is. I don't know what a Floby is. It's quite scary that you know what it is and we don't. Please okay. explain. So basically, it's like, a, it's like a vacuum. It's like a, a hair cutter with a vacuum attached to it. So when you oh, put it on your head, it, yeah. it makes everything nice and even. It was, uh, it was big yeah, in the 80s and 90s. And <laughs> I think, okay. I think that's what my dad used oh to cut his hair. It really was not needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I interesting. I started talking last night. I, w I was getting really, really tempted to just cut all my hair off. Edwin talked me out of it, just barely though. <laughs> well, I may be the devil's advocate here, but if you do shave off all your hair, that would be an excellent reason to buy all the wigs. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Edwin. <laughs> no, I, but um, I, uh... we're, this, the shelter in place is supposed to end May 4th, and and the gal we go to for our hair, Pam, she, I do have an appointment for May 4th. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that we can still make that happen because if the if this gets extended again, I may get desperate because yeah, it, I. I told her I would do it for her. Like No you Yeah, it says I could cut your hair. You were not saying that last night. You weren't worried no, about the But those are several hair. days ago well, where it's like I'll cut <laughs> your hair. Whatever you do Whatever you do, do not grab all your bangs and then do it in one snip. Do not do it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be very I'll be very stylish about it. Like uh, the whole like all the vertical cuts. <laughs> We'll we'll see what happens. If if I get desperate, I may instruct Edwin on how I want him to try to cut my hair, and then I'll just have our hairstylist fix it when I finally have my appointment. Angela has no confidence in me <laughs> when it comes to Edwin... artistic things. Oh no, I've got plenty of confidence in your ability to follow my instructions. It's it's just her instructions. My skill. It's. No, it's my instructions. <laughs> I don't trust my ability to give good instructions. Therefore, I'll give bad instructions and Krista can fix it when I go back to her. But I'm hoping I don't get that desperate. Um, right. I'm, 
I'm hoping I can find my headbands and whatnot. Oh. And keep my <laughs> airbag. You got. You also got your hats too. So. I do have my hats. You do have a collection of headbands. <laughs> I know. I'm, I need to find my collection of headbands. But I have a collection of hats that's much easier to find. You have a collection of a lot of things that go on your head. Yes, I do. <laughs> Half of them can no longer go in my hair because my hair got too short. Anyway. Oh, hey. Speaking of quarantine stuff, uh, I stumbled across a thing. Oh, no, where did it go? I was just looking at it. Oops. I hate when things refresh on me and it goes away. Um, there we go. This is a post I found. Um, I'm not sure who the original poster is, but it, the thing that I'm finding looks like it's from Blurry Photos fan page. Um, it's essential crystals to fight coronavirus. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. It's, it's not what you think. It has, for example, quartz. And it describes this, any color or quality of quartz is great for virus prevention because of its naturally pointed structure and hardness. You can easily throw this directly into the eye of anyone who dares cross your six foot boundary. <laughs> <laughs> There's also flint, which uh, the description for that is the, the virus preventing properties of flint can also be found in certain pieces of obsidian chert, jasper, quartzite, or even glass. Simply nap the stone into an arrowhead shape and tie it to the top of a six-foot stick. Now you've got an effective and intimidating way to protect your personal space. Or, or uh, there's, there's a series of very colorful minerals. It says, these colorful crystals are sure to catch your eye, and their unique sheen, sparkles, and iridescence are clearly an indicator that they are strong with magic to use these stones simply stay at home and look at your favorite one there's no set amount of time that you should do this for you can hold it in your hands place it above your tv or admire it on your coffee table from your couch the important thing that is that in order to activate these stones virus fighting properties you must stay at home with it at all times until it is deemed safe to congregate publicly again the stay the heck at home rocks. <laughs> it's got a few other ones in there, but I just... It, Where can you find this? Um, <laughs> it was the blurry... Outside. Blurry Photos fan page, I think. I'm not sure where exactly it's from originally, but that's okay. that's what I found it from. All right. I just want to know if our viewers <laughs> actually want to see this. Yeah. Whether our listeners want to see this. Um, it is quite interesting how... There's, yeah, there's a couple other minerals on there that yeah. I, I thought was funny, but those were my three speaking, favorites on there. Speaking from a person who works at a natural food store who has a one of those wellness departments that have these sort of like gemstones that are supposed to be like soothing your aura or something, <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure, but uh, this is quite funny. <laughs> it, a little close to home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of close to home, what have you been up to lately? Well, I've been I've been actually busy um, with TikTok. Well, yeah, that. But I mean, as everybody knows, is that I'm a essential worker, essential worker. 
right? Like the TikTok, <laughs> like the TikTok uh, um, videos. Um, but when I'm not actually having to work, uh, yes, I've been. He's. I've been. Okay, um... he, he was wondering a couple episodes about what's up with TikTok, and now he is hooked. Okay, so I did find out what the heck is up with TikTok. It's a little <laughs> addicting, actually, because it's video after video after video about of people doing, like, just I guess entertaining things. Sometimes uh, bizarre, Edwin, sometimes I'm just stupid. letting you know, I am not sorry. <laughs> and here's thanks a lot, Pam. Here's a, <laughs> you know, okay, so. Yes, I have found myself watching a little bit of TikTok. However, I try not to watch TikTok because I always have a feeling like, oh my gosh, it's already like 8 o'clock and I've been watching TikTok for two hours. <laughs> and, and you know, so I try not, I try to stay away from TikTok to the that, point where what, what I, is... took a, I took away, I took away the, the, uh, the program logo out of my phone. I actually out of my uh, home screen and hid it away in my uh, in my app drawer, right? Uh, so I don't see it all the time. But here's Pam sending me an instant, me <laughs> sending me a, a a Facebook message on ooh check out this TikTok, right? So she'll send it to me, and whole, lo, lo and behold, Thanks I'm a lot, sending, Pam. I'm I'm watching TikTok for another two hours. Well, when I should be, when when I should be either, oh my gosh, I got to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, go to work at five o'clock in the morning for something, and it's already 11 o'clock at night, or Edwin, I have to actually make dinner. That, that Edwin, <laughs> what have you been getting in your TikTok okay, feed? So here's the thing. I don't, okay, I know there's an algorithm behind it, because anybody who's ever used any you know like any social media app there's always an algorithm behind it because it wants to pertain to your tastes okay and the things that tiktok is showing me like some of it is like i do enjoy but there's a bunch of them in there that i do not enjoy for instance i've been getting a lot of See, the, I believe a the, certain culture of the United States. He's he's been getting. It <laughs> happens to be he's been in getting the South. He's getting politically charged messages. Politic? Well, yeah. I mean, for instance, okay. Uh, I've been getting a lot of like ones where it hap It's very, um, you know, th there may or may not be a red hat involved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or the um, or there's a lot of like patriotic country music behind it, and very like you know like there's a lot of like political messages I'm getting from TikTok that he's I don't know how I got them. It's it's because you've been watching a lot of the redneck stuff that comes across. You watch it all the way through. Okay, and I do you, find you, it you, fascinating. Some of them are, but there's some where it's just like, you know, it was funny, but then all of a sudden I start getting like more and more like, like political. It's because one of those redneck videos, one of those redneck funny videos had a tag. 
it had it it got tagged with something and it was like oh he likes this tag we'll give him more um, of this tag i think well the i think every once you start any social app cuz cuz it's it's only recently that that you edwin has been in tiktok correct yes i okay i think the last I time think, i when I did we talk about just needs more time to get to know what you really want and it usually helps if you like videos that aren't that. and and if you if you actually skip through videos once it starts getting to the political part because i know you watch yeah. through some of them just like what the heck is this what is this insanity yes i do if i do want, get i do get fascinated by videos i have a ton <laughs> i do get fascinated by by certain see, tiktok videos mom... where it just doesn't make any whole sense to me and i do my brain sort of like goes on this like like thought binge it's like what are they doing why are they thinking that way? Why are they doing that? If you watch, <laughs> you know? if you watch through it and let it repeat, it will think, "Hey, he likes it. Yeah. Let's give him another." But it's me. But it's me more like going like, "Okay, I gotta watch that again because I have to understand what they're doing." No, 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 no. There's no, no, no. To understand about TikTok. Oh. If it doesn't have it's... you laughing, it's too serious for TikTok. I used to get a lot of dance ones. Oh, I love those dance the, the, challenges. The dance ones, ones the dance fun. challenges ones, because I have, okay, a lot of my relatives in the Philippines, <laughs> apparently they're on TikTok. So go and looking for I'm the looking, dance ones. Well, yeah, and then I'm looking at their TikTok, their, you know, on Facebook. I see their TikToks on Facebook. It's like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm seeing these different dances that they're doing. It's like, oh, that's where it's coming from. So I'm getting some of those. So you, but only maybe like five percent. Give, <laughs> give the dancing ones that you like a like. Yeah. Give it a like, and it'll actually increase the numbers of those. I haven't seen the wash your hands ones yet. Oh come on! <laughs> I'll forward you, and then you—that's the only dance video that you are allowed to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Until but, you yeah, have perfected uh, it. I, Edwin, if you want, if you want suggestions, I got some that are D and D related, some that are Filipino related, some that are just fun. Um, well, yeah, yeah there's, there's more. There's more than that. I'm, TikTok is a very odd platform. It is a very do. odd platform. Anyway, so um, I can see how it, yeah, it, it see? is addicting. Like I have to stop myself definitely. Like, yeah. And I don't. And yeah. I don't consider myself having like a like a, an addictive personality. You know. But seriously, like this is <laughs> It's it's the little laughs right now. It's... And yeah. I think it I think it doesn't it could, help yeah. that you right right now you can't go out and find other distractions, so you're limited to what's available, readily available at home. Yeah. So Anyways, maybe... that's what I've been doing for like the past two weeks and yeah, And you you found a news article. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of like these tech articles because of my industry and sometimes you know they're the serious ones that are very like academic and you know tech, you know, like very heavily heavily tech oriented that most people in the consumer realm wouldn't understand. But then sometimes I get these these uh um things from in my feed because I just do a, you know, like you know, like hashtags and stuff like that. Give me these hashtags, whatever. And one of them, I found, apparently, uh, since the coronavirus has happened, especially in the UK, 
some people have been burning down 5G towers or cellular towers in the UK uh, because they believe it's causing the coronavirus. Someone posted some false story or some... Probably, I'll, I'll bet they posted it as an April Fool's joke or something. Well, here's... So is this another... So is this another Area 51 stunt? No, this well, is I th- actually... I think someone probably posted the theory that... Probably posted a prank article that that uh, the 5G towers are causing uh, it. Or some tinfoil hat-wearing doofus posted an article and people believed it. And they're like, oh no, gotta burn it down, gotta take it down. It's because people are believing the, the people who don't know what they're talking about. Right. <sighs> well, here's the thing, okay? Vodafone, which is one, of, it's like, it's the largest, like, it's the largest cellular company in the UK. Hold um, on, Vodafone? Vodafone. V O D A phone. Yeah, V O D A phone. The Voldemort of the phone industry. Yeah, isn't no. that a funny name? Voda, um, <laughs> not Voda. Vodafone. Okay. Vodafone. So basically, the. I, this is this came in from the US, from USA Today and Vodafone towers, they've already gotten four of them attacked, in the UK. Okay, and several of the UK telecommunications companies have joined Vodafone in condemning these attacks, and they're just basically please stop, <laughs> doing what you're doing because it doesn't you know it they're doesn't... saying it does not. It does not have anything to do with the coronavirus. It does not, you know. Cell towers don't affect viruses. Viruses yeah. don't care if you've got good reception. Yeah. A video viruses th- don't care how much bandwidth your phone can get. <laughs> viruses just don't care what kind of technology you're using. It's just things, hey, flat surface, shiny surface, let's stick to it. So just, if you're yeah. worried about your phone giving you corona, just get a disinfectant wipe and wipe your phone. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, the there's people who work for the cellular companies. Like, the tech... The, 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 you know, the technicians for these cellular companies. Now, they're getting harassed over there because of this. Yeah. And it's... A, apparently, what the USA Today says is that there was a video that has that surfaced on social media of workers being harassed by a woman claiming that technology kills people. Uh, so, so some someone went crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's always those crazies out there. Yeah, and this is this is not this is not a a dig on people with mental illness. Though this is this is people who are getting ideas into their heads. They're they're getting carried away with something and they're being fanatical about what they believe it's because men- mental illness is is not a joke but these people they're it's something else so yeah. what so what we should probably learn from all this is probably you should check with the with reliable sources yeah, not Facebook. In fact, Facebook has Facebook... already said that they've already said that they are they're actively taking these false 
claims down on their website about 5G causing coronavirus. And, you know, so they know it's fake. They're actively trying to take it down, which is good because this stuff just does not belong in... You know, it, this isn't. This is a distraction from what really is going on. Yeah, and right. Yeah, and and people, you know, people are getting really frustrated about being stuck at home. They're being frustrated about their way of normal being gone. They're just clinging to whatever they can to try to hang on to that old normal, and it's just they're. They're letting themselves get caught up in their delusions. I think that's where it is. They're 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 getting caught up in delusions of what will make things right again. And at this point it's just listen to the experts. Stay home if you can and play wash your <laughs> and play Animal Crossing and wash your dang hands. Yes. Yes. Most importantly, and play Animal Crossing. <laughs> also, also, when you're out in public, stay out of melee range. I mean, stay six feet away from other people. Yes. Okay. Anyway. So, I, so yes. Um, in, in speaking of Animal Crossing, actually, I think Angela's going to have to have... I'm going to give Angela a... a bit more time on Animal Crossing because there's a game that I'm actually waiting for that just came out today when we're recording this. Okay. Um, one last thing before we get to that, though. Oh, okay. okay. I know you're really excited. But I'm one so last, excited to talk about this. One last thing before we get to the, that. Um, if you're out there and you're looking for ways to help out with, with efforts and the people who are essential workers, if you have a 3D printer oh, yeah. or means of, of sewing... You can make what they're calling ear guards for the medical masks. There's a there is a pattern on Thingiverse for these uh, ear guards. Uh, Pam, do you have the link on your Instagram? Um, we can. I think we can also post it once we post about this episode. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah, We'll we'll post it somewhere with the information from from this, either with. Pam's Instagram at Panda Cat Dragon, or on the Facebook Legend Creators page, um, but there's a pattern for these these ear guards. They're basically uh, plastic straps that you can print that just wrap around the back of the head. They grab the hooks, the loops for the medical masks, and it 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 saves the medical workers ears from those straps um there's also the option of making one from you pam you found a pattern where it was a strip of ribbon and some buttons i didn't find the pattern but someone commented that it is possible to basically craft something like that out of flat ribbon and then sewn on buttons yeah so yeah there's there's actually an interesting thing about the ear guards that i found out yesterday Uh uh-huh this ear guard um, that that we found was invented by a twelve-year-old. Yeah, which yeah. which is amazing. That's amazing. Like he, yeah, he thought he, up about this thing. He deserves all the kudos. No kidding. Like that's that's amazing. And so, you know, 
so yeah, if, way to do the Boy Scout thing. You know? Yeah, so if you're out there and you have means to make some ear guards, please make them. Yeah. Make them for the for the yeah. nurses and doctors that you know. Make them for the grocery and and uh, other workers that yeah. are essential. I've already I've already passed out a bunch of them to my to my coworkers that who work at the stores. Um, they're all a lot of them are wearing homemade masks cloth masks and one thing that they always they told me was that they were really thankful because it does hurt yeah like and... behind the ears especially when they're using rubber bands you know like rubber rubber bands just to hold up you know to wear them so yeah. it so, really does help yeah so if if you have means to make those please make those um but the we've we also gave them to some nurses that we know, and they were thrilled to have them because they're those those masks are are just torture on their ears after wearing them day in day out for hours upon hours on end. So, yeah, if you if you've got means to make those, make those. If you know if you know people who are nurses or grocery workers, hand a like. Do your best to disinfect them and hand them off to to those people that you know. You know, just kind of drop them off at their homes on their front steps so they can come out and get them after you leave. You know, let them know that you're doing that so they actually know to pick them up. Uh, but yeah, drop them off with the people that you know. They'll bring them in. They'll be grateful. They'll ha to have them. Um, if you don't know someone who's a nurse, call up some some nursing homes or hospitals or clinics. They'll let you know how to get them to their people, or heck, if they've got someone who's willing to go, they they might be willing to pick them up. I don't know. I doubt that they'd have someone free to do that, but you know, let them know that you have them, and they'll let you know how to get them to where they need to go, and and they will help so dang much, it prevent sores on the ears and all that. Okay, Edwin. Now you can talk about the exciting thing. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. I only got two words. Actually, three words. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven. Four words. I'm sorry. Remake. Remake. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it came out uh, during the time of this recording. We record, record this on a Friday, the week before I release it. And it came out, actually came out last night at 11 o'clock. And he, I played the demo of this. And you got super excited from the demo. I, I haven't played, oh, I haven't geez. played the demo and. And there's a lot of people excited about that. Because oh, it yeah. is arguably the best Final Fantasy game that has been ever released for any console. Arguably. It's I have arguably. My own yeah, because I, I have know my you own like favorites. Eight. I have my own favorites. Yeah, I know you like eight. I like eight and I nine. like seven. I like seven. <laughs> so it was a great story. It was the one that broke my too. PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> because we played it so much and because it was so hard to beat. Now, I will say this, okay? The demo gets you all the way up to the first Mega Reactor, the introductory mission, right? 
where you got to go over to the Mako reactor and you got to blow it up and you meet Barrett and the other, I forgot the other two, two characters' names. Actually, there was three characters. But Tifa, Biggs, T- and Wedge? No, Tifa wasn't there. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Tifa comes later. Exactly. And the first boss that you have to beat, I don't remember it being that hard. <laughs> it was so freaking hard on normal. I remember, I remember playing this game way back when and beating this thing to a, being the first character like one at you know probably like in five minutes this wasn't five minutes <laughs> it they made it hard they made it challenging so i can't wait to see what else this world looks like in is the it, remake okay. version because okay. the town that they're from is pretty cool i want to see how you know how the like like the church where you first meet Eris. Eris, that whole deal. I'm really excited to see how beautiful this thing is. Okay. So here's my question. One of my things that, one of the things that makes me love the Final Fantasy game so much is because every game is a big old piece of eye candy. How big a piece of eye candy is, is the demo that you played? How how gorgeous, how detailed is it? It's like going to the world's largest candy store in Jordan. <laughs> That's Minnesota's largest candy store. Yes. Minnesota's largest candy store in Jordan. It's like it's like if you were stranded on a desert island and you haven't had the candy for the longest time and all of a sudden you saw your most favorite candy when they picked you up on the helicopter or the ship or whatever, and someone offers you a piece of candy. That's that's some pretty high praise. Beautiful. This is something that I think um, anybody who's gonna you know who's really a fan of the Final Fantasy VII games. They'll love this. Hang on. Hold on. We gotta we gotta pause. We've got connection issues. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh. But I'll take only what I need. They've gotta last. Okay. So our last our last challenge, we were talking about foods that were going to need substitutes. Um, so we, we tried some substitutions that were not intended. Uh, Pam, your husband, Jeff, needed to make some bread and needed to make a substitution on that. Yeah, so his recipe called for, um, was it processed milk? I think powdered milk. Or powdered milk, milk, sorry. Powdered milk. So, of course... The grocery store didn't have any, but it did have processed or powdered, uh, uh, powdered goat milk. And you know what? Um, the fi- we found that it really didn't change the recipe much. It still tasted like bread. I mean, nothing tasted goaty out of the ordinary. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing goaty or anything. It, in fact, Jeff 
preferred that making that bread better than like store bought bread. Oh yeah, homemade bread is any better. homemade bread is better than store bought bread. Yeah, the problem is the problem is I think he should have had it rise up more because the loaves themselves were a bit tiny. Oh, Oops, yeah. but but we we you know it's bread. But, but the we substitution still was still good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we we talk, we're gonna make some more. This weekend, awesome. So. Yeah. Awesome. And we have a lot of goat milk. <laughs> so. Yeah, gotta use that somehow. Bread and right. bread baking is one of those like things that it's it's pretty precise stuff. Like, I mean, if you ask anybody who is a professional baker, you know, like actually makes like different kinds of breads, it is precise to the point of they use percentages and weights. It, so it's very scientific. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, you're gonna have some failures, especially like when the doughs right don't doesn't rise like to your liking. I know. Your mom has a tough time rising dough sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's dinner rolls she has trouble yeah. with. And she has problems with uh, popovers not actually pop popping. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, our, our substitution, um, Edwin really, really likes pecan pies. <laughs> I at, like pecan pies. And at the time... I like pecan pies with ice cream, specifically a la mode. I will check... Every time I go to a restaurant, especially if it's an American mom and pop restaurant, like, or a commercial, like, bigger restaurants like Perkins or Applebee's or whatever, first question that comes out of my mouth, do you have pecan pie? <laughs> so, yes. Well, at the, at the time that uh, he particularly wanted pecan pie last... Uh, we did not have any pecans, so we tried our substitution. So Angela went out. Okay, I, let's let's rewind a little bit here. We didn't have any pecans because I wasn't actually thinking about making pecan pie, but Angela bought sliced almonds and slivered almonds, and that was the only thing that we had in our pantry at the time. And Angela was has been having I, this kick with mincemeat pie, so she had. I had. She's extra, the only one there that will eat it. And she'll be the only one who well, will eat it. The last time I made mincemeat pie, I had I had brought it to my grandma, so I still had pie crust in the freezer. Yeah, I think. she still had pie crust in the freezer. Like extra pie crust. So though. Angela made me a pie crust uh, for a pecan pie. However, there were no pecan pies, as we said before. There was only almonds. So. How hard could this be? How different could this be? I just put in almonds rather than pecans, but the same same amount same amount of ingredients in terms of like the corn syrup, the sugars, the um, the weights for the for the pecans were the same. All of it. I just substituted almonds for pecan pie. So. I don't like judging my own food because I'm always going to say I have a bias. So, Angela, what did you think about that? I thought it's it still turned out pretty good. Um, the main difference, like, pecans have this distinctive kind of earthiness to them, while almonds have a slight fruitiness and a little harder crunch. Um, so that was noticeable. But it still turned out really good. Like, the, the caramel... The caramelized filling type stuff, that was still, you know, 
tasted how it was supposed to taste because yeah. it was that it was, was lighter. It, it was a little lighter. It, it was lighter. It, it did not have those earthy notes that you love from yeah. a pecan pie, yeah. but it was still really good. I like I said, it did have a little bit of yeah. a fruity note from from yeah. the almonds. I mean, one of the things that I noticed about it was that since I used the slimmered almonds inside the mix and then put the sliced almonds on top, one of the things I did notice was that it had more, quite a bit more, more body into it, more um, substance to it. Yeah, it was a little more solid. <laughs> it was a little bit more solid, but the cut, it wasn't as solid as like a bar would be, but it would be, it was more like between like what you would imagine a pie softness would be versus a like between a bar and that yeah yeah but it gave some it, interesting it gave some interesting like texture to it yeah so it it was it was an interesting substitution it yeah. still it still worked pretty good so yeah it if if it came down to it i'd i'd encourage him to do it again <laughs> yeah i don't know if i want to do it with almond with uh with walnuts though uh I don't know. I, I don't know. Walnuts have a bitter taste to it. Yeah, I, I, mm. I don't know. That would be something else to yeah. consider. But that's not the next challenge, Edwin. What is our next challenge? Okay, we're gonna make this one a little bit more interesting. Um, you were call- <laughs> we we were calling it the canned cooking challenge. The canned cooking challenge. Oops. What? Okay, so <laughs> the canned cooking challenge. So basically, what this is is the you have to you have five you have to have a minimum of five ingredients, and you have to pre, you have to pretend. Edward. Basically, that you're taking this out of like your I guess you could say your your um, shelter at. Shelter at home, like stockpile of canned goods and storage was a shelf stable, long term store food storage. Okay. All right. So five ingredients. Five ingredients. At least five ingredients and all ingredients either canned, boxed, or otherwise shelf stable. It has to be something that yeah it it can be boxed it can be canned and it has to be shelf stable so. The only caveat is that since this is sort of like a, like a, um, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? A shelter. Shelter in place. You, no, you like were calling shelter... it the, the fallout shelter. Yeah, the fall, fallout shelter challenge is what I initially called this. But I will, you can only use a, f- like one fire. A stove. A stove. But you can so only, I'm going to put won't... one thing. You can only use one burner. <sighs> Edwin. <laughs> One burner because it would be it needed to be a portable exactly, and you can use water right. Assume you know, assuming that water is still a good thing, you know, if if the world ended, you know, <laughs> if you would boil the water if you if you yes, came down to you'd it. Yes, you'd boil it. Yeah. Anyway, unless it like so, had chemicals in it. All right, but, so canned the canned cooking challenge is yep. on the canned cooking challenge is on it has to be you can't just like you can't just like open up a can of chef boyardee and like call it a day <laughs> so you, <laughs> you have to use at least five ingredients and report back in our next episode on what we come up with <laughs>
So okay, there it is. Okay, All right. Okay. So we've got. Okay, just letting you know there is an echo. Oh no! You're getting an echo. Yeah. Darn it. Well, I'm not getting an echo. I don't know. It, I don't know where it's coming from. We'll f- it's probably only in my end. Oh, yeah. now it's gone. Okay. 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 We'll figure that out at some point. Yay, technology. Right. Okay. Well, how about how about we have a little story? T- I have a short little story for you. Let's have a little story time. <laughs> now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Well, it's been a while since we've heard from uh, Frank, uh, Thicket, Kaylin, and Nubbins. So let's let's hear a little quick story from them. Well, they they've been on an adventure. They were escorting a caravan. Well, they they had finished their job with that caravan and. So they decided to stop for the night somewhere, and they they were hungry, so they went to a tavern. Well, uh, Nubbins, at, at some point in his absence, he became a cinnamon roll. Poor little Nubbins, still not very little, <laughs> he's six foot two. He decided that he was too recognizable, and he needed a hat. Granted, the rest of him would be just as easily recognizable, but at least nobody would recognize the top of his head if he wore a hat. Well, all the shops were closing up, and he had not had an opportunity to purchase one, so he talked to who he hoped to be a friendly tavern patron. Oh, you want to buy my hat? Sure, I'll sell you my hat for, uh, 50 gold! Well, that seemed like a little bit on the high side to Nubbins. And he, he commented, Well, yeah, but this is this is tourist spot, and, and the, the drinks here are expensive, so I'll tell you what, you buy me whatever drink I want, and then I'll sell it to you for ten gold. Well, Thicket overheard the conversation and decided to get involved. It's like, Nubbins, that's far too much to pay for a hat. I think we should find you a hat elsewhere. And Kaylin, Kaylin, our little rogue, she'd, she'd been so wanting to find someone deserving to be robbed, and well, with the way this guy was pricing his hat to Nubbins, she decided that was her target. He was so terribly distracted that Kaylin was very easily able to free his loosely tied coin pouch and made off with the remainder of his money. No more drinks for that fellow. That's what you get for trying to to rip off a little cinnamon roll. <laughs> okay, you know what? You trying to impersonate my impersonation <laughs> of a drunken dude at a tavern. <laughs> that was a you feel amusing. a little offended, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> I, never... I was the okay. First of all, I was DMing this session, <laughs> and I like to do voices in my in my session because it hey, makes it I more never, interesting. I never claimed to be good at impersonations, <laughs> but well, well, the thing that I think you missed too was that what was how much was inside the coin pouch. 
It was too gold. It was too gold. He couldn't even buy a drink. <laughs> he, he could have bought a very cheap beverage. Very, very cheap beverage. A very, very cheap beverage. Yeah. He was trying to sell his hat for 50 gold. Hey, peak pricing. It was peak pricing. <laughs> Where was this? Where was this? Waterdeep? This is at Waterdeep. It's like, it's like the equivalency of New York or whatever here. Yeah, pretty much. It's basically the, you know, capital, you know, capitalism, capitalism at its best over there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tough times all around, <laughs> even Tough in D and D world. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, anyway, let's let's do a little bit of entertaining before we go. Okay, so what's our entertainment? I'm gonna ask you a hypothetical question. Now. Uh, we, we all are dealing with this social distancing, or uh, as I've taken to calling it, uh, staying out of melee range. Uh, thanks, Pam, for that little meme that you showed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have actually started calling it melee range. So, uh, so if you could use any means at your disposal to keep people out of your melee range... Or at least protect yourself from them, or them from you, or whatever. How would you do it? Any means possible. Be it a, uh, a, uh, imp that bites anybody who gets into melee range, or, um, for me it would be a, a, a human hamster ball. What would, what would you use as your means? Can I... Can I just say that I think the hamster ball thing is an ingenious idea. Can you just imagine a lot of people in hamster balls going into a store, all going towards the toilet paper aisle, and they're all they all they're doing is just bouncing, trying to get the very last toilet paper on the shelves. All it is is boing, boing, boing. It's hilarious. It. It, it would be hilarious unless you're the grocer who has to deal with this whole, whole thing. They're totally running into the other shelves. They're totally running into the other everything. shells. They're not spilling everything. Hey, they could they could totally MC everything. <laughs> I'd make a TikTok out of it. <laughs> of course you would. So Pam, um, Pam, what would you do? I don't know if I I've seen a lot of um, very uh, very creative people. I've seen people do this whole six foot like hula hoop around their waist, which works, I guess. But it's very bothersome as well. I I like the ones. I think I would go in some type of like all bodied suit. Like like the most popular ones are the the T Rex suits. You know the ones that were big. And, yeah. And... Yeah, so I was like, genius. Those guys were set. And um, I, I, I think I would modify that because I want to personally get my own Godzilla uh, like bodysuit equipped with a six-foot tail. So if my tail, if I'm able to whip tail, or tail whip you, you are within my range. I will burn you. <laughs> Awesome. Edwin, what would you use? 
Anything? Anything. Yeah. Anything, anything you can imagine. Heat sensing Lysol spray. <laughs> like, oh, if you're gonna get, yeah, because you're gonna get close to me. Guess what? You're gonna get sprayed. <laughs> at least, like at least if you're gonna, too close. Yeah, I mean, if it detects human, it'll spray him. Will, <laughs> will there be spray. at least be a warning before beep, the spray, beep, beep. or is it just gonna spray? <laughs> Probably just I'll, a little beep I'll, toward I'll, Edward. I'll that give it's it. I'll give it a small little klaxon horn. <laughs> a little small klaxon horn. So it's, it'll be suddenly, <laughs> or something like that. Or no, better yet, I remember the uh, when I was growing up, my brother had a car, an aftermarket car alarm, called the uh, Viper. And you could have like little like different things on it, and one of them was a a shouting a shouting uh, a shouting lady, right? Or one that said "Stay away!" or "You're too far, too close to the car." I want one of those, where if the person gets close to me, they'll just like halt. You are too close. To, <laughs> you are too close to me. And if it doesn't like back away, it'll spray them with Lysol. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And so, Angela, you're sticking with your. <laughs> I, I'm sticking with my hamster ball. ball. Sticking, <laughs> that way, if someone does get right up to my hamster ball, they can't actually breathe on me because hamster ball. And I can have a little can of ice salt in there, just like, Doo-doo! stay away, stay away. Granted, then my hamster ball would be filled with Lysol, but still. <laughs> <laughs> If they're gonna get close to me, I like, they better be <laughs> disinfected. I like how both of your both of your <laughs> options or both of your choices had to deal with Lysol spray, and here I am just burning everything down. <laughs> like, hey, you, I'm just you, gonna go straight to the point. You're just gonna die. <laughs> no, my mine is mostly keeping people away from me, just physically away. The the Lysol Mine's is just taking... like the Lysol is just like last defense. Like if they go like right up to my air holes and like. I can spray right at that air hole that they're trying to breathe can, into. Mine, mine is way too close. Uh, mine is cosplaying <laughs> to the max. <laughs> Yours is awesome. I, I gotta stick to the source. Wow. Heck yeah. Hey, at least I have a cool roar. I've always wanted to know if I, you know, if I'm at the stores and people are way too close, especially with these customers that are way too close to me. I just want to say to them, it's like, sir, you have to step away, step away from my melee range. <laughs> sir, you have to step away from my melee range. Can you just count how many people that just don't get that reference? You know, I like, said that. what's the that, ratio to the people that actually do? <laughs> I said that to several of the, you know, the front end cashier staff. And several of them, like, I was quite impressed how many actually got that reference. <laughs> quite impressed. Yes. For those of you over at Lakewinds, good job at getting the reference. Here's a challenge for our listeners. Just say, just say, hey, hey, you're entering my melee range. Count how many people I will that actually get it versus the people that just don't. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. We'll we'll call that the end of our show. I don't think we've got a whole lot else. Um, but anyway. 
Um, yeah, thanks again for listening. We're glad you're sticking with us. We're hope, we hope that you're staying healthy and uh, staying out of melee range. Uh, my name is Angela. And you can find me on Twitter at Pleasant Doom. Um, then you can find me, Pam. Oh, also on Twitter, I'm at Panda Cat Dragon One. I'm also on Instagram, also at Panda Cat Dragon. And my name is Edwin. You can find me at, at T Cities Edwin on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook on the Dungeon Electric Creators uh, group page. Or you can email us at dungeondiners at gmail.com. Uh, we hope you to hear from you because we always like getting emails. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening again. This has been episode 21 of Dungeons Diners. No, Pam. Dining, sorry. <laughs> and dorks. And we are all dorks. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.